Hello and welcome to Only the Parts You Need, a GURPS podcast. I am Enraged Eggplant and in this episode I would like to talk about character generation. GURPS is known for being front-loaded. The first volume of the basic set is devoted to character generation almost in its entirety. Where does one start when creating the character? It depends on how you go about character regeneration. There is no one universal way of doing that. Let's start with the simplest way, using character templates. Some game masters enforce the use of templates for character creation, and some GURPS supplement series are written with this assumption in mind, such as Dungeon Fantasy and Monster Hunters. Templates for a particular game typically are internally balanced for use with each other and, if possible, are separated functionally to protect each template's signature niche. Each template presents you with an array of mandatory features, be they attributes, advantages, disadvantages or skills, and an array of variable traits that basically are lists of options for you to choose from. Thus, character generation is quick, simple and easy. You do not need to flip through 300 pages to choose traits. You could probably make a character in two minutes. On the other hand, template usage can feel very limiting. GURPS is a classless point-by system, and templates may feel like your traditional class-based system. And I can see why. This can be unappealing, as you are not using the system to its full potential. Also, templates usually have some built-in assumptions about the game, and that can make them inappropriate for other games. For example, the druid template from GURPS Dungeon Fantasy omits most of the social traits, because that's how Dungeon Fantasy works. But if you are playing a less dungeon-focused game, you probably need these traits, for example, rank in the druidic circle, contacts, and so on. Of course, if the templates are not enforced, you can use a template as a base and then modify the resulting character as needed. Templates can be very useful for that, because you do not have to flip through 300 pages to find, for example, all the traits appropriate for druids, because most of them are already listed in the template. Also, the templates usually assume that the character is a human, and if you apply racial templates, some traits can be redundant or absolutely inappropriate, forcing you or the GM to make some adjustments. Personally, I have never used character templates, but I can see why they can be useful. The second option is to start with a character concept. Describe your character using words, not game mechanics. For example, the character is an elven druid who decided to learn the druidic arts because he got expelled from the wizard academy. Now he is bitter at the city dwellers. Then you can start flipping through the aforementioned 300 pages, picking attributes, advantages, disadvantages, skills and so on. Take everything that seems fitting for the concept. Do not pay any attention to the point costs. After you are done, you'll probably have a long list of traits that cost much more than the game's point budget. Then you'll have to trim this list, removing traits that are not essential to the character concept, lowering their levels, and so on. GURPS character sheet 
or similar software is a godsend for that. Eventually you'll have your character. If you have trouble coming up with a concept, you can use system agnostic random character generation books, such as the central casting series. The third option is to start with a cool ability or trait you'd like your character to have. For example, once upon a time I wanted to play a character who can teleport, but only if he achieves a certain speed beforehand. So I built this ability based on the warp advantage, then thought about how the character could achieve such speeds. That's how skills for bicycling and driving motorcycle appeared on the character sheet. Why would the character do that? Of course, he's a daredevil show-off, so I gave him daredevil, overconfidence and on the edge, and so on. Eventually, your character builds up from the mechanical concept you started with. This is useful when you want to test out specific rules. Many people say that about 50-60% to 60 of the starting points should go into the attributes, and I think that this is a fair suggestion. However, this is not a hard rule by any means. For example, this point distribution would make no sense in a supers game. And that's all for today's short episode. Thank you for watching or listening and see you next time.